Hello, and welcome back to The Tenth Man. It is Thursday, May 7th. Thank you once again for checking in with me, and I also thank anybody that checked out the live video the other day and or listened to the prior episode. Uh, and again, appreciate the support, uh, even in times of expressing my anger towards uh, unfortunate situations in our current environment. However, today is a very exciting day for me. It is a monumental occasion for this podcast as uh, the long-awaited debut of having a guest on the show. I have talked about it a few times in the past and uh, finally was able to make it happen today. And uh, it was a conversation with uh, a very good and uh, old friend of mine from high school, actually, and he he prefers to be referred to as Brian the Goat Farmer. So that is uh, that's what I'm calling him right now. But uh, Brian is a very very well informed, uh, articulate person who I have over the last couple years had a lot of uh, really great conversations uh, about things politics and otherwise. And I've actually uh, told him before that he needs to either be on my podcast or possibly even start his own podcast. But he is very, very fitting uh, as a guest for this show as he really emulates the what I see as the Tenth Man ideals. He lives off the grid, literally. He lives in, in the woods up in Happy Camp, California, just south of Oregon. And as I as I kind of consider him, he's 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 a little bit off the grid politically in the sense that he's he's very critical of uh, both conservatives and liberals. And I really I just really appreciate him for his independent thinking, and uh, he's just got a strong breadth of knowledge. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into our earlier conversation. Hello. Hey, how's hey. it going? You know, good. <laughs> Ask the off-the-grid goat farmer to use technology. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> up in up in ha- a happy camp there. I was yeah. I was thinking I could probably just drive up there if it wasn't for the social distancing. Probably would have already started the recording by now. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's a long I five ride. Yeah, yeah. I was just checking it out. I'm kind of looking at the map right now. Um, so you're so you're almost at Oregon, basically. Yeah, I'm like two ridges away from Oregon, pretty much. Wow. So it's okay. pretty much Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Effectively, right? Because you're kind of you're out of uh, California society, basically. Yeah, definitely. I would say the people up here do not see themselves as Californians. <laughs> That's for sure. And and is that this is, the, this is like the heart of the state of Jefferson? It's, it's, oh. uh-huh. And and is that and so that you, and that kind of is your is your forte, right? You kind of enjoy that being uh, sort of separated from uh, California, in a sense. Totally, I would say I'm like a a Northern Californian separatist, and <laughs> have always been since growing up with. <laughs> the influences of my father, I'd say. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like a libertarian kind of guy, you know. Right, but and but you were mentioning, 
Yeah. You mentioned before that you had kind of swayed him over to the the, the dark side, the more of the social oh, yeah. socialism side. Full blooded socialist now, yeah. <laughs> Full uh sixty one year old Bernie bro. <laughs> that's incredible. That's that's quite a feat. You should uh, you you should like uh, write to Bernie Sanders or something because uh, he he could like tell a story about you. It's you know showing that it's never too late. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Carolina. So how have you been? It's been a while. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been like a <laughs> decade 20, or two. Twenty, yeah, maybe fifteen years or so. It's uh, yeah. But I was. Uh, I was, we were, we've been talking on, uh, on social media for a while, obviously. And, uh, I think it's kind of fitting that you're my first, uh, first call in guest here because, um, we've, we've talked so extensively about uh, a myriad of topics. Um, and I know I've been saying to you that you got to get on the show. So I'm glad we were finally able to make it happen. Yeah. Me too. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward yeah, to wanting to be on a podcast or do a podcast for a long time. Yeah, and it's uh it's it's amazing once you actually take the first step that it, it ends up being not uh not as daunting as it, it at first seems. Uh so st- taking the first step is always the hardest part. Yeah, I can ramble on a phone for hours if I wanted to. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Well, and you and you said that uh, the longer the podcast, the better. So, uh, sure. you know, I was. I, have to, I, have I, to. <laughs> I try to be sensitive to the uh, importance of brevity, especially with not knowing how how much people want to listen to me talk. But uh, you know, you were mentioning that you you still like to listen, and uh, now at least there's two voices, so it's not it's not quite as mundane and monotonous. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think uh, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I listen to some that are just one person talking, two people, there's like five people. And, uh, you know, change for some of those podcasts is always good, too. So, Yeah, well, no, I mean, if I didn't know any better, I'd think that you already had a podcast because you, you sound very natural. And, uh, you know, like when you read about when I first was starting the podcast and I'm kind of reading different material on uh, tips and things like that it's like make sure that you if you have a guest you give them you know specific itinerary of what you're going to talk about because you never want to have uh, dead air time and you know we kind of we we've talked about this for a while but we kind of jumped into this uh, i know we've been kind of talking about different current events but finally we were like hey why don't we just have a conversation and just kind of see where it goes and uh i fortunately we're, we're not having any uh dead dead time so that's great <laughs> totally not much editing <laughs> yeah exactly and that's the right that's the other thing that's uh difficult when you're going at it alone um you have to kind of go back and listen to the whole thing and you become at least for me i kind of become very self-conscious of how i sound and and all my you know you're not always conscious of, of all your mannerisms and speech until you're listening yeah. to yourself for an hour straight uh, so it's definitely nice to break that up a little bit. It's kind of yeah, kind of refreshing. Know. I'll be able to listen to my own voice because I don't know. <laughs> the eight is so strong in the Virgo here that uh, I don't know if I could even hear my own voice. <laughs> well, you you sound really really clear, um, so that's good. 
I, I was yeah, a little I'm worried town, that so you know you were talking about connection. Yeah. If Interesting. I'm at, so if you're... I'm at the house, I have a horrible, horrible phone connection. But I hear, I hear children's voices in the background. Are you? Um, yeah. Where? So you're not home. No, I'm at my, uh, I'm at my buddy's house in town. Okay. So, oh, so is that is that uh, is that your child in the background or yeah someone? Yeah, that's, oh, okay, that's my daughter. Okay, I wasn't sure since you had said you weren't uh, at home, but you're you were telling me about your house the other day. I was like, that's so cool. I, I uh, the the cabin and then the little hobbit hole. I yeah I'm yeah we have, by that. yeah we have one pretty big house that has a few rooms in it that have turned mostly into like storage rooms. Uh, but then we have a nice big like underground kind of house that has its own like wood stove and multi-layered and has a big huge California King bed in it and a whole bunch of stuff. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's really nice because we don't even have to really run um, the wood stove in the wintertime because it's underground, so the temperature stays pretty warm. So even nice. when it's snowing here, yeah. it's, it's still yeah. warm enough. You're hibernating. Pretty much. I'm just a big bear. <laughs> I'm not the sleek otter I once was while in the Marine Corps. Now I'm just a <laughs> Well, and that's the other thing, you know, we both have daughters that we just found out were literally, literally born on the exact the same, same day. day. Yeah. I can totally relate that you, you basically become a, a giant grizzly bear when you have young kids. That's uh, totally. <laughs> totally. your main role. They just sort of, it's like, we call it hop on pop here. Um, so it's just like, you're just kind of like a big ball of mass for them to just do whatever. Yeah, I think uh, the the majority of the nights my daughter has fallen asleep, it has been up on me. So I'm, <laughs> I am the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am the. Whatever works, you guess, right? It works most of the time. <laughs> I've so, really moved from going driving around in the car like I was doing to now she can just sleep. Right. Yeah. That's always nice. I, I, I remember my, uh, my daughter was actually, my son was, he was great with the sleeping. He would, if you ever needed him to sleep, he, you put him in the car and he was out. But my daughter, it was, it was horrible because she wasn't really a great sleeper anyway. And she hated the car. And if I had her in the car seat, I mean, it was a nightmare, like going anywhere with her. It was just, it was terrible. And it's like, there's, there's nothing you can do. Like when you're driving, obviously there's nothing you can do. You can like try to tell them, oh, it's okay. But you, you, you just have to sit there eating it for however long it's going to, yeah. it's going to last. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Like out here, uh, we'd have to drive like two hours to go to like the Walmart or the feed store. <laughs> so. Right. She's younger, like a year, you know, nine months or whatever. Oh, oh, she's just screaming in like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I was gonna ask you that too because you were telling me how you're so far off the grid, and I'm I'm picturing it like that where it's like you have to take a two hour ride to get a, a gallon of milk or. Well, I guess I guess maybe you don't need to do because you've got your own farm also. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a half an hour just to get to town. So that's to get basic stuff. So right. I, I, I try to distance my, uh, you know, spread out my town days. Well, she just started school when there was school because mm -hmm. we are post COVID-19. Uh, right. 
or I was having to come to town every day to pick her up from school. So that was, that was very different, oh. but, um, but worth it. Cause I want my child to like be educated because education is <laughs> important. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're just kind of like crazy. Uh, you know, leftist thinking that way, you know, educating. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the crazy right-wing anti-vaxxers in this town that look at me bad. Cause I send my kid to school. It's, it's kind of, Hey, weird. you know, if you're, I mean, I figure if you if you're looking bad to people like that, then you're, you're probably doing all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm to the point where I don't care. That's good. Like, yeah, you kind kind of have to be right, otherwise you'd go insane. Yeah, and you know, if you look on social media, it, everything is so blown up and does you know just disturbing, really. But right. like when you're face to face with people, especially in this town where everybody pretty much knows everybody. You really can't be that way. <laughs> right. Because right. you're going to look like an idiot. People are emboldened behind the, the safety of their keyboard and screen, I guess. Totally. Even our deputy sheriff in this town, when he finds out that, like, I've, like, read marks, he's putting me on a <laughs> list because, uh, you know, Karl Marx, you know, caused 100 million people to be, you know, genocided. I'm like, well... <laughs> Well, we could have a discussion on that, but right. like, that's not going to happen either because he doesn't right. <laughs> have a grasp on like history. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, living in like super conservative. That's the funny thing of living in super conservative libertarian California is much different than the Bay Area or Sacramento or, or even. Los right. Angeles. Definitely. Yeah. There's definitely different factions, I guess. Right. Of California. Like. Um, there's, uh, you know, I, I know that I've, I've heard some people and I, and I've, I've thought about it myself, the idea of uh, California seceding from the union, but, uh, I could actually see California seceding amongst itself too. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, let's, uh, the let's lack of representation alone on the West coast is troubling. To where on the east coast you got you know like rhode island has as many senators as we do right exactly you know so, like, yeah there's why can't people out here have a say on what federally happens you know the amount of, the amount of space between you and the nearest walmart is like more space than uh you know rhode island has like, yeah, it's like two states by yeah. square mile. <laughs> i think so because i think siskiyou is like the fourth largest county in the state yeah that's you know that's there's some big counties down south so but man i am i am envious of you and your city i would i would love to be in that uh, situation living in the mountains and like i and the, the hobbit hole itself i mean i'm a huge huge lord of the rings fan anyway and i i you know i see uh, like in ireland it's kind of it's kind of a thing there well i think part of the movie was set in I ireland also but uh, or filmed in ireland but but yeah, I, I just, I love that. I, I just think that would be so cool. 